Welcome to the show. Welcome to your Thought Life podcast. I am your host, Michael Anderson. Before we get started, if you would be so kind and head over to wherever you listen to us, give us a rating and a review. By doing so, you help others who are seeking this type of content to readily find the podcast and all that it has to offer. And I do wish to thank you well in advance for this act of kindness. In today's episode, we're going to talk about the power of positive thinking, one of my favorite topics in the whole wide world. And we're continuing a self-help book review series where this is book three of four that we're going to cover in this mindset series. The Power of Positive Thinking was published in 1952 by Norman Vincent Peale. The central theme of the book is the power of positive thinking and the belief that individuals have the ability to change their lives through the power of thought. By changing the way we think and by nurturing a positive attitude, we can overcome challenges, achieve our goals, and live happier with much more fulfillment. For today's talk, we're going to speak specifically about positive thinking, how this impacts meditation and self-confidence. And then we're going to share with you some practical application steps as noted in the book that will help you to apply these principles unilaterally across the areas of your life. Let's start out with positive thinking. What is positive thinking? As noted by our author, positive thinking is the act of focusing on and contemplating thoughts that are positive, hopeful, and optimistic. It involves looking for the good in situations and choosing to see the best in others. It's also based on the belief that individuals have the power to shape their own lives and that our thoughts and attitudes can play a major role in determining our outcome and experience. Part two, positive thinking is also contrasted with negative thinking, which is the act of focusing on and dwelling on negative thoughts, doubts, and fears. Many self-help experts agree unilaterally that positive thinking can have profound impact on an individual's life and can help to improve mental and physical health while increasing resilience, determination, all of which lead to a greater level of happiness in the pursuit of our goals and or success. Family, there's two types of meditations. There's the meditation that is in vogue now, one of which I've been using for about four years as part of my morning routine. And what I've told you in other episodes is it's an integral part of my morning routine because it sets the tone and tempo for my day. And in the same way that I am seated crisscross applesauce with my palms to the sky, with my eyes closed, shut off all the other additional sensory information to focus exclusively on visualizing the day. That is very intentional to bring about a positive outcome 
for the day to set the tempo in tone. Well, that's the positive side of it, of course. But there's a negative side of meditation also. It doesn't have near as much structure. Imagine you've awakened, you've got your coffee, you're getting in the car, and you're on autopilot. Your subconscious knows specifically how to drive that vehicle, has taught your body well how to drive that vehicle. You know how to get from your home to your job. You don't have to think about it. But as you're on that journey, what you'll find is thoughts will enter into your mind about your day. And it could be about a presentation that you have to give. And concerns will start to cloud your mind. Or perhaps it's about a particular co-worker that always seems to have all of your buttons categorized and knows how to push them at the most inopportune times. Whatever the case may be, when we intentionally stop as a thought hits our mind and we focus on that thought, that too is a form of meditation. And if the emphasis of what we're focusing on family is negative, then that is how we're going to enter the workplace. In my scenario, whatever those thoughts were that were dominant, if you don't have a mechanism in place to understand first what's going on in your mentals, what's going on with your mindset, and checking in with your body to see why it feels the way it feels and getting the root cause, there's a good chance that you'll go through the whole day feeling that way. I want you to understand that meditation has two formats. One is golden. The other one, not so much. If if you're on the negative side of meditation, that's going to dovetail very, very easily into this next area, which is self-confidence. If an individual lacks self-confidence, it's increasingly difficult for him or her to be positive. And the reason that is is because when you have a strong self-confidence, you just know, as a matter of fact, things are going to work out. Things will go well. You have the ability to break through situations, no matter what they are. You know, somehow, some way, it's going to just work itself out. I want to give you a couple of things that you can deploy right now to begin working on self-confidence if you lack it. I want you to be kind to yourself. Create a vision for your life and be okay with making mistakes and not knowing every step of the journey. Exercise transparency and ask for or buy assistance if need be. Speak and act confidently even if you don't feel it. Do it anyway. And then take good care of yourself. Self-care is so important to help us feel the way we need to feel that promotes self-confidence. Now let's jump in to a couple of practical application steps. And there are effectively five of them that I'm going to articulate. The first is set positive goals. Identify what you want to achieve in your life and set specific achievable goals to work toward. This will give you a sense of purpose 
direction and can help you stay focused and motivated. We know that 95% of individuals don't have goals. 5% do. I want you to continue being a 5 percenter. If you've not taken on this task yet, I highly encourage you to do so. The 95 percenters have been coined drifters because they don't have a true north for their life. They don't have planned out what they want to leave behind, what change they want to exact in society, in culture, in whatever circles they move in. So I want you to be a five percenter. Start with something simple and build your way up to a more robust set of goals that includes vision, purpose, a life goal, and then long-term objectives and short-term objectives. Number two, practice gratitude. Make a habit of regularly reflecting on the things that you are grateful for. This can help you cultivate a positive outlook and appreciate the good things that are going on in your lives. You know, there are about 24 different strength characteristics that us humans can possess. And of those 24 strength characteristics, gratitude has been noted as being the single best indicator of an individual's well-being. And it correlates with increased energy, empathy, happiness, and optimism. And if I haven't mentioned, I'd be remiss. One of the other key points in the book, in order for us to do life from a positive mental attitude or with a positive mental attitude, we have to be glass half full. And to be glass half full translates to we have to be optimistic. Okay. Number three, reframe negative thoughts. When negative thoughts arise, and this is completely natural, it takes place in all of us, we want to take that thought and reframe them into more positive ones. As an example, instead of thinking, I can't do it, I can't do this, I can't whatever, think about it and say it differently like, I may not be able to do this at this very moment, however... I am working on myself. I am improving my skill sets so that a few weeks, a few days, whatever the case may be, I will be able to do this, that, or the other. I remember going through cognitive behavior therapy. Now that I'm working with so many high-profile organizations and high-net-worth individuals, I want to make sure I had a proper foundation for training where I could uh, do a sort of deep dive into some of these core principles that make up the counseling and the mentoring space. It was interesting when we got to this, reframing negative thoughts was a very much a core part of how we as coaches and mentors would help our mentees and those that we're coaching get out of that negative thinking cycle, which of course you know is incredibly destructive and does not promote the mindset that we need for our go forward strategy. Number four, surround yourself with positive people. Seek out relationships with people who are supportive, encouraging, and positive. 
This can help to create a positive environment and improve your overall well-being. Now, personally, I am a mastermind host and I am a consumer. So while I provide services much like this one in this podcast or whether I'm speaking with larger groups or if I'm um, working with an individual, I then am the host. But as a consumer, that also suggests that I too have executive coaches. I too have self-help and self-development coaches that I check in with periodically who are helping me to stay on the straight and narrow. So I think the big idea here is you have to have a circle of trust where you can let your hair down, where you can be vulnerable, where you can share out of your heart what's really going on with no judgment. And it is in those environments where you're also working with others who are in pursuit of similar dreams and goals that you can really begin to understand the power that exists here by having these positive relationships. And if you need someone to lean on in the time of need, boy, is it awfully convenient if you can't pull yourself up by your bootstraps to have one of your cohort members to help you pull up, particularly if you don't have a mentor or a coach. Number five, take care of yourself. Engage in activities that nourish your body and mind. It could be exercise, could be eating healthy, doing relaxation. You know I like to meditate. I do meditative walks. I spend an awful lot of time just hanging out with me, getting to know me better. So having that quality time and taking care of yourself can help you to improve your mental and physical health, which leads to a greater feeling of happiness and well-being. And if you don't have a morning routine, family, please, if you have to get up 30 minutes early so that you can establish one, please do. You can get up early if you are in a, in a particular faith that deploys uh, prayer. You can get up and pray and then do some time in meditation. Just maybe start off with 10 minutes and visualize how you want your day to go, right? And after that, you know, maybe you can think about 10, 10 or 12 things that you're thankful for and grateful for. We know as an absolute fact that when you start your day on a positive note and your mind is set on being positive throughout the course of that day, you're going to have a good day. With respect to mindset, you set that first thing in the morning and then you get the benefit from it all day long. In the same way, in our example earlier, where we talked about the trip to the job in the car, and you haven't set your mindset, something pops in that's not necessarily positive, and you begin to focus on that, and your body checks in, and now all of your focus for the day is around those specific thoughts that weren't positive, well, now you've got a situation that's playing out throughout the day that doesn't work for you. If I can impress upon you one final message here it would be have a change of heart and a change of mind because when stress knocks you out of homeostasis where you have equilibrium you've got to work diligently to get your 
mind and your heart back in coherence. When your mind and heart are in coherence, you are unstoppable. So I want you to use the power of positive thinking to thrust you into a victorious mindset, into a positive mindset. And so you can become limitless. When you don't have any limits, you don't have any boundaries, self-imposed boundaries, mindset boundaries, emotional boundaries. And what this leads to is happiness, resilience, and a fulfilled higher version of yourself that can face any challenge while remaining focused and securing the outcome that you desire. Family, that's going to conclude this episode. I want to thank you for your time and attention. Ask that you would share this episode with family and friends or anyone that you think might need a little bit of encouragement helping them to foster a positive mindset. Tag me on IG at Your Thought Life, Y-O-R Thought Life, no spaces, and leave a comment. I want to remind you that you are enough, you can do it, and you are uniquely equipped to realize your goals. And until next time, take care and be safe.